0: edition of Jamal About Sports coming to you on a Tuesday night, uh, December, she's January 19th, 2021, kicking off the show, Mississippi Mississippi Queen, Mountain, and now the late great Leslie West, of course, also one of the best Howard Stern Show guests of all time. Big show to get to, we've got NFL coaching carousel, new GMs all over the place, playoff game recaps, some NBA, and a little bit of uh, Mets baseball as well and back riding shotgun the one the only AG what is up
1: yeah what's happening riding this thing out yeah like uh, like everybody else that's it yeah I saw the uh, you know I don't get serious radio but I watched on uh, YouTube they had the other clips of, of Howard's little tribute to him it was, it was really it was great it was he excellent was really, right yeah he was great on Star Wars. really
0: good um, some some really there were some interesting stories Howard told about Leslie West and uh, it was Joe Walsh was the one who introduced yeah, yeah, them, yeah, yeah, exactly. right? Exactly. Joe was on the show. He had called in, I think, you know, probably at that time drunk as usual. We're, yeah, and uh, introducing them. Yes. And
1: then they and then they hit it and Howard and and then Lesley Howard West, and Leslie West. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Howard was a big mountain fan. Yep.
1: In, in in I guess in high school. When Correct.
0: He was getting beat up. You ever get into mountain? Uh, honestly. Other than that, and one other song Howard played on the tribute to Leslie West, those are the only two song- Mountain songs I know. Yeah,
1: I you know I got their their big their big album is Climbing. Okay. And you um, which has Mississippi Queen on it. Right. And I you know I just I couldn't quite. It has a big uh, the, the original record had uh, written on it. this record is meant to be played loud. Mm. And uh, I just it's uh, the, the sound I, don't know, I the the record didn't really uh, didn't didn't impact me the way it did Howard. Gotcha. Uh, you know it's listenable, but it didn't it didn't like there was nothing about it that made me want to. You right, know, listen to it to again. Get into Although it. pretty much with any music, you listen to it enough times, all of a sudden it, it takes on a life of its own. But uh, well, I mean, but, but I, 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 felt I didn't feel that any of the songs uh, um, st- stood up to the mighty weight of Mississippi Queen. Right, like that's a great song, classic, really hard. It's just Two minutes of simple hard charging. It's
0: outstanding.
1: Attitude.
0: Oh yeah, and I think Fred, I think Fred even told the story that the cowbell was almost accidental in that song. Is that I right? think yeah, Fred, Fred. Frederick Norris came in later and and told the story about how the the cowbell was was accidental um, or wasn't on the original you know track and then I guess maybe the producer or somebody else said hey let's try this or something like that yeah, yeah I remember I had that on a mixtape that I listened to the summer of 1982 my first summer at uh, Cape Cod Sea Camps one of my bunk mates had a mixtape. Weird eclectic mix. That song was on it, and um, uh, I think Candio by the Cars was on it, and um, "Train in Vain" by the Clash was on it. Mm, yeah, that, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a Pretty eclectic. Yeah. Mix. yeah. So anyway, all right, big show to get to. We'll start in the NFL, and we'll start with uh, we'll start with my Detroit Lions. S-
1: subject the public to your your. We will. Well, well, it, all right, well. All right. Well. Okay. So I remember like about a. Couple weeks ago, yeah. you know, you were, you know, you were a spitballing about your GM. Yes, I remember you specifically saying, "I don't want, I don't want a, uh, I don't want a newbie. I don't, I mm-hmm. want somebody, I want an experienced Correct. guy."
0: I'm tired of of Agreed. us hiring people who learn on the job. Right, yes.
1: exactly. So uh, they just
0: made it official. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually watched the press conference today. By the you way, you did. I did. Wow. I did.
1: Okay. Uh, in, my, in my spare time today, that, <laughs> okay. I, uh, yeah, I just I, I, actually. I was watching, I was watching, a, I, was, I was doing some film work, because mm-hmm. uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm yeah, scouting, scouting season now. You know, yes, Ger- Ger- Jerry obviously needs my, my help. He uh-huh. never listens to me, but he needs my help. <laughs> yes. So I was watching uh, Quiddi Pay, uh-huh. uh, the, the edge rusher from Michigan. Okay. Uh, I'm sure people find that fascinating. And then I saw in the, you know, in the windows of other, uh, I saw, you know, um, Brad Holmes. You saw uh, a uh, link for the Brad Holmes first. All right. Me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me see what, what's going All on. All right. All right. Um, yeah, because I, you know, also I knew you were going to want to talk about it. Okay, this. so um,
0: give me your I, give I me mean, sure less than
1: thrilled, but okay. My thoughts. I'm not
0: that I'm not as upset as you would think. The other okay. hire has me very I, upset. I
1: thought, uh, other than the fact that he answered every question with, that's a great question. Other than that. Um, you know, I've read a bit, a little bit about him before. You know, his work with the, with the Rams. Uh, you know, he's he's mostly a talent evaluator, college guy, and his his situation is very similar to what the Cowboys have with Will McClay, mm-hmm. with a guy who's a pretty good talent talent evaluator, and he has all these people he has to answer to to try to get people on the same page of with, who to take. Like you know, who's who's the better prospect for who the coaches want, first, who the owner wants. I mean, obviously. Uh, Will McClay has a, an extra layer than what right. uh, Brad Holmes has to deal with uh, in L.A. Right. But, uh, you know, it, it, obviously, you know, L.A., the Rams haven't had a first-round pick in like four years. Correct. And they've still managed to fill their roster. Yes. With, with very functional players. Yes. From good to functional players. Correct. Uh, and uh, he was highly, you know, the more I read about him, he was really very widely respected yes. in the Rams organization. Yes. Uh, and then... As I was watching the press conference today. Yes. You know, before he went on uh, uh Sheila um Sheila Ford uh, Fordham, she said yes. that that uh, by the way she she looks like she she looks like she's into it. She doesn't look like she's going through the motions. She Correct. looks like she's very invested Correct. She's, which the is why the, the, the impression the I got co- in watching her. Which is why
0: the head coach hire is so puzzling to me and we'll get into that in a second. But yeah, right. go ahead.
1: Um you know, and, I, and obviously you got to, you got to. We think you got a good guy with Chris Spielman uh, as a as a consultant. We nope, see. not anymore. No,
0: not after this head coach decision. But, but you keep, guys made. All right, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. And I thought
1: because I thought you guys hadn't made it official. It's, it's okay. not official, but it's Danim, it's all about happening. A, yes. Okay. All right, we'll get to that. But anyway. Um, Oh, by the way, he's the, uh, uh, Brad Holmes, he's- the Luther, Bradley. Luther Bradley, Bradley. correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little
0: lines yeah. connection yeah. there. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, so
1: she said that, um, he wasn't even, uh, a consideration, he, they didn't even know about him. This when guy,
0: Disner, who was, who's been part of their front office, had read about him, the NFL puts out these, these reports. Videos. Right, yes. and then these
1: videos, so they saw, correct. so she said she saw him, she's like, huh, well, this guy seems pretty. We we got to get this guy in. Yeah. So they interview him, uh, and um so she and um, what's his name? Rod uh, Wood. Ron Wood, not the guitarist. Rod. The Rod. It's Rod. Rod Wood. Rod okay. Wood. Yeah. It uh, was Rod. So that was a misprint. I, I saw Ron Wood. Rod. There. Okay. Uh, ESPN. Thanks.
0: Yeah. Thanks, yeah. ESPN. <laughs> thanks. And another reason why I do not, why I don't do ESPN. What, what do you mean? How dare they're the okay. worldwide leader? And I
1: thought, and I thought he kept messing up calling him Rod Wood uh-huh. at the. Uh, I was like, no, it's Ron. Yeah. So no, it's, I, it's, I it's like Rod, Rod Woodson. Woodson. Everyone called yes. Ron Woodson.
0: Uh, Rod Woodson. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Was, uh, anyway, okay. Yeah. So, that's, so okay. So thanks, ESPN. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. so so, so Rod Wood said that, you know, they brought him in, and, you know, within like he two wow. months of the interview, he was like, he yes. blew his floor socks off, and I said, read. Like, you know, this is the guy. Yeah. So, um, given his track record, you know, that he's, and, and they, they, they want to have a like collaborative effort. Yes. It seems for like, what they're looking for, it seems like this this might not be a bad hire. It seems like he knows, yes. he knows ta- He knows how to evaluate talent, which is probably the the, the That's the number thing one have. thing.
0: That's the number one thing, and he's a college guy. And the Lions drafts under Bob Quinn were horrendous. Um, oh, and
1: also, and the other thing that stood out is just you know he also said yes, you have to have a baseline of talent, but we're really, really focused on intangible people who want to play the game. Which, yes, I mean, you've, I know you've heard it, but he he did he didn't say it as like a uh, as just no, a don't. throwaway line. It's like they're you know because I because I mean, s- we we've been we you know we've been doing this draft yes up years you know that like we like RKGs when somebody, just, when somebody just flashes brilliance, but like you know you just it's out there that they're down, they're not really. In, in, you know, football's not really that thing. Right. You're lucky, you might get a good year out of them Correct. Before, before you lose them. Correct. So I'd rather have somebody who's going to give me four years of really solid play. Correct. so David Irving is going to give me one quarter of spectacular play and then never Correct. come back from again.
0: Correct. I mean, we like our RKGs, right, kind of guys. We're big on that. Um, but, you know, as we've also pointed out, you know, it's, it's a fine line between uh, you need some dogs, too. Uh, and... Guys might not be the greatest guys in the world, but if football's important to them, you've got to have enough. you got to have enough RKGs that you can handle. Like correct. Like one,
1: like one. Or, you can't have more, more than like one or two of these of like junkyard dogs who can be really disruptive. Correct. Because otherwise, then correct things can get out of hand. Correct. So but anyway, so getting back to so times.
0: Brad Holmes is the new Line's general manager. He's 41 years old. This guy came up through the ranks. He was a PR intern for the Falcons. His first job. Um, you know, he is obviously It was
1: actually he, he was offered a PR job with the Lions the, the, between the 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 uh, Falcons and the Lions. And the
0: Lions, correct. Know. Correct. Um so I can't
1: imagine why I would want one, He's like, he, one the By the, the way, band,
0: yeah. uh, fu- funny enough, I I applied for a PR internship uh, with the Lions when I was in college. Hmm. Yeah. Um Never even got a letter back. Thank you very much to uh, what was the guy? Or did you write on?
1: Did you write on it? You know, if you don't want to be successful, then don't hire.
0: <laughs> I should have. Uh, Mike. Mike. What was it? Bill Keenest. Bill Keenest was the longtime head of PR for the Lions uh, throughout the '80s and '90s. And in like 1990, I think it was. I uh, I applied for a, a, a summer internship. Hmm. Um, you know. And obviously, was rebuffed. Not even rebuffed. I don't think I ever even got a response. That's gratitude for Yes, you. It, isn't it, right? All the, all the, the amount of work and, and energy and effort yeah, I put exactly. into this franchise. You, that's,
1: you put into and this that's
0: franchise. the thanks I get. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so no, look, I, 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 my, my preferred hire would have been Rick Smith, the former general manager for the Texans, another team that accumulated a lot of talent. Uh, he wasn't fired, he left because his wife sadly had breast cancer. Uh, by the way, since he's left, the team has turned into a complete disaster. I mean, you see Deshaun Watson wants out of there now. Yep. Bill O'Brien made idiotic trades, traded DeAndre Hopkins, gave a first-round pick for Larry Tunsell. I mean, all kinds of nonsense went on there as soon as Rick Smith left. Um, he yeah, would have been— yeah,
1: like, like two straight years of just thinking you're the smartest guy in the room?
0: Well, it's obviously, as, as you well know, this is very uh, uh, in line with— Former Patriots uh, organization people. Not so, a great track record. No, no, and they all think they're the smart. They they all think that they they, they're, they are the exact Billy Martin George Steinbrenner quote. They all think they they woke up on third base. They all think they woke up. On, they all woke up on third base and thought they hit a triple. That that, <laughs> that, that is as Billy Martin once said about George Steinbrenner. See the thing you got to remember about George is that he woke up on third base and <laughs> thought he hit a triple. <laughs> that, that, That's fantastic. That is essentially, I mean, Matt Patricia, he thinks he did something. Josh McDaniels thinks he did something, that he had some sort of... Oh, please, Philadelphia. Please, I know, I know, please, I, know. Please, I know. Please, please, but please. But anyway, so so Rick Smith would have been my, my first choice. Um, he was my first choice. Uh, they did interview him. Obviously, he didn't get hired. I would have even been happy with Thomas Dimitrov. Uh, I understand that things have gone sideways since the Falcons blew that huge lead to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. He had them in the Super Bowl. I mean, right. and, and and they should have won. Right. And and it was a talented team. And they've had a ton of injuries. And I'm not making excuses, but uh, I wouldn't mind Thomas Dimitrov either. Short of that, though, um, as far as the pool of assistant guys that go, look, they, they interviewed Jeff Ireland. Uh, thank God, uh, hard pass on him. Um... Yeah. Former cowboy employee. Uh, uh, that's right, and Dolphins, I think, and now he's with the Saints. Um, he, he's of
1: He's of the. He's from the Jeff uh, from the uh, Bill, Bill Parcells, Parcells
0: tree. Correct. Yeah. I know. Um, yeah. So of, of the of the remaining candidates that existed out there that were assistants, first of all, they're all crapshoots, right? All these guys who are assistants are a crapshoot. Um, but like you said, one of the things I like about Brad Holmes is that his main focus and his area of expertise is in college. Uh, and, and identifying college talent. Um, apparently, he blends has a nice blend of analytics and just like go by what your eyes tell you and gut.
1: Yeah, they, yeah, he stressed that.
0: Um, so I like that part as well. Uh, you know, seems like a very affable guy. Seems like would be a guy with a good face. Uh, you know, to be uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know what his you know sort of mo will be going forward. I mean, Bob Quinn went ran and hid every uh, regular season. You never heard a peep out of him. Uh, he claimed that was you know, to, he didn't want to be a distraction I, mean, I think that's asinine. Um, but um, so we'll see. You know, he's not obviously going to be the face of the franchise, but obviously a very important figure. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I like the fact that he's African-American. I think that's a good thing. Obviously NFL needs uh, more of that throughout the league in the head coaching ranks and in the front office ranks. So I think that's a good thing as well. Again, the guy's paid his dues. He's been working for 18 years, uh, started at the very lowest levels. So, look, I'm on board with him. I have no issues with it. It wasn't my preferred route to go. Um, I do, as you said, Sheila Ford Hamp seems different to me. Um, she looks invested. She, she definitely she looks look invested. Like you know, she doesn't
1: look like she's just going through the motions like, uh oh, you know, I, no. this, I got slide through this conference. Uh, no. This conference. She looks like she. she yeah, you know, she, she looks like she's like somebody who wants to get this thing. So she's
0: around. an interesting character. She she played tennis at Yale, I think the first time they ever had a women's tennis team. Mm. Uh, and was quite good. Uh so apparently she's a very high she's a hyper competitive person right, exactly. anyway. Of competitive nature. And she said that. And she said, "Look, I'm as competitive as anybody and I am not and I do not like to lose." Um she also has Uh, One of her really good friends is uh, Henry Louis Gates. You know who he is? The professor from Harvard. Um, And had him address the team during the summer, during all the, you know, the social uh, justice and the unrest and all the things that took place over the summer, had him address the team. She seems to have a very diverse and varied background. Um, She seems to be a very bright woman. uh, As I said, very competitive. Um, she's not super young. She's sixty-eight. Um, I didn't know
1: she was that old. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, you know, her mom's is like ninety-five. Right. So, <laughs> but, uh, so she has shown some signs to me that you know, even though yes, it is the Ford family, still that she is not her father, certainly, and and or her mother. Um, and the mother seemed feistier than the father ever was. That's for sure. Right. <laughs> um. So we'll see. Uh, but what that brings me to, the uh, all signs are pointing to the Lions hiring Dan Campbell, tight ends coach from the Saints. Yeah, so you are not on board with Dan. Uh, I am not. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a number of reasons. Uh, first of all, he's a fucking tight ends coach. Guy coaches three players on a team. Special teams, at least I could understand, because you're coaching guys from both sides of the ball. And it's a full facet of the game. Special teams gets ignored by the average fan. But it's extremely important. Can lose you games. See Chargers, comma San Diego. Correct. Okay. Yep. So yep. special teams, and I understand that they play in LA. They will always be the San Diego Chargers on this 100%, show. One hundred percent. Right. One hundred percent. So, so like Joe Judge, or, or the
1: or the LA Clippers. Whatever correct. You want
0: correct. <laughs> That's right. Because now they now it says LAC. 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 Correct. Yeah. So look, I'm not saying you have to hire a coordinator. 10
1: games on special teams in the last three years? Either, either,
0: either because their kickers are good and then get hurt, and then the guys they replace them with can't make a kick, or they get they have issues, they get kicks blocked, they get punts blocked I'd for touchdowns, they give up punt returns for touchdowns. It's un- I've never seen anything like it. Um, so I'm not saying you have to have the hot coordinator. I, we just tried that. It, it, it didn't work. But... Um, you know, this idea that, oh, well, you didn't want to hire a coordinator because we just hired one and didn't work. Well, it's because you hired the wrong right, one.
1: Exactly. One's got nothing to do with
0: that. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, like, that's like if the Lions. So back in 1990, I think it was, the Lions drafted a big, tall, somewhat fast wide receiver out of the University of Virginia named John Ford in the second round. Turned out to be a total bust. The next year, or two years later, I don't know if he was 89 or 90, Moore. they drafted Herman Moore, right. big, tall, fast forward We're not going to draft
1: him because we drafted this other guy and it didn't work. A, so so now we're a. not going to draft the receiver. Right. In
0: right. fact, you know, let's, let's draft a kicker because we don't want dra- <laughs> to draft the receiver. anymore exactly Yeah, Correct. it's
1: wrong. It, it, Correct. it makes no so, sense.
0: So, that, so that, that argument just doesn't hold up. I mean, it's a silly argument, right? So... You know, this idea that, oh, we don't want a coordinator because the last time we hired a coordinator, didn't work. Who said that? You hired a jerk. Somebody said that? Mm, It was sort of implied, Mm. right? Um, It was sort of implied. But but the big thing they harped on is leadership. Leader of men. Leadership, leadership, leadership. Well, explain to me again how a tight ends coach, a guy coaches three players. Three players. An NFL roster has three tight ends on the roster. That's it. And it's a very specific part of the again. Yes, they run block, and yes, they receive. So I guess they're you know they're you know well not all of them do. I mean, some a lot of tight ends are just receiving only, and a lot of tight ends are blocking only, like Dan Campbell was throughout the plant his his playing right, career. Now, he
1: has been revered throughout his career. I remember the Cowboys had him for a couple of years, and this is like a while back. I remember even even back then hearing whispers about you know this guy's definitely going to be coach when he's done. Like people, yes. people love this guy. Correct.
0: I also remember. Um, when he took over for Philbzy, your guy, yeah. <laughs> Joe Philbin, worst head coach ever, perhaps. Well, I mean... Yeah, all he had to yeah. do was watch those hard knocks. And yeah, the guy was exactly. way over... It's seemed like a nice man. A little overmatched. Way overmatched. Um, and then he took over and he went 5-7 and seven as an interim coach. I mean, I'm supposed to get excited that he wasn't as bad as Joe Philbin. That's the great claim to fame on his resume. And he's wrote, he's ridden Sean Payton's coattails for the last three years. I mean, you know, it just, it seems like a very lazy, almost like, let's just wing it kind of a hire. Right. I mean, the guy's zero, this, you could argue this is the most important hire in the last 50 years for the Lions. If you truly are invested in finally turning around this mess of a franchise, I mean, a mess of a franchise. Do you understand the last time they won a playoff game was 1991? It's almost 30 years yeah. In the NFL.
1: One playoff win. One playoff win in the Super Bowl, it's almost, the Super it's Bowl almost, it's almost, era. It's almost, almost unfathomable. They are a
0: charter member of the NFL. They've never made the Super Bowl. They've made one conference finals and got blown out against the Redskins in 1991. They haven't won a division since 1993.
1: It's it's it's, 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 un, it's just it's inconceivable.
0: I mean, this is in a league that is designed for parity. Yeah. yeah. It's so so, right, so
1: so so. Give you so some names that you wanted to see that you would have, uh, you know, you would have. Well,
0: received. someone. So, could someone explain to me how Eric B. can't get a job? Well, he can't interview right now, right? Uh, no. They they changed the rules and they're allowed to do Zoom interviews. And the Lions interviewed him. Hmm. So the Lions interviewed him. Um, and I'm sorry. If you're going to use the argument, well, it's all Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. First of all.
1: Well, Patrick Mahomes has been, uh, you know, he's very much gone to bat for him.
0: Yes, he has. First of all, Patrick Mahomes has sung the enemy's praises. Second of all, people, it's it's funny how quickly people forget. Patrick Mahomes was not Patrick Mahomes when he first came in the league. He was not a surefire, can't miss once in a a lifetime. He He was the 13th pick in the first round, if I'm not mistaken. Now, yes, the Chiefs traded up to get him, but he was not by any means. This was not Trevor Lawrence, who's coming in the league this year's everybody's surefire number one overall pick. Um,
1: no, he was he was he was a he was a, like a street baller. Yeah, just he was a gunslinger who played a on a bunch
0: game. of bad Texas Tech teams that scored fifty points a game and gave up sixty. There was no nothing played no, in a, no,
1: no, no reason to think that he was going to turn into this. None.
0: So so what? The enemy by gets the, by re- the
1: way. Just sidebar. He's really starting to get on my nerves. Who, Mahomes? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But between the commercials. Oh well, it's just—it's you know,
0: not his fault. Those commercials are well, so no, between bad. between
1: the commercials, and he's got that little move where he fakes like he's going to run out of bounds. Yeah. And uh, then he, uh, that, listen, that I really I, irritates I, me. Plus, Andy, I just like just the, the mouth breather, Andy Reid. I just. Hey,
0: I, listen. I just, the guy's a great player. He doesn't bother me yet. He's not on my list yet. But anyway, my, the, my point is is that the enemy should get some credit from Patrick Mahomes' development. Right? The other big knock on him is, oh, well, Andy Reid was calling the plays. I think the enemy's called the plays the last two years, um, or has been certainly very much involved in that. Um, so, you know, and again, if you want to use that logic, and how the fuck did Matt Patricia get a job? Because everyone, everyone knows he had nothing to do with the Patriots defense. That's all Bill Belichick. So, I mean, it, it's, it's ridiculous to me, that argument. It's, 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 it's specious, it does not hold water. By the way,
1: it'll be interesting to see if that idiot gets a job.
0: Who, Matt Patricia? Matty
1: Pats. I mean, he was despised well, by his players. That has well, to. That's, he, got, that's got to be a big, big black mark for him getting another. The only job. place, or at least, at least, like, at least in the next year or two. The only, the only, that
0: the guy. only two places I can see him going is going back to the Patriots as a position coach, as a linebackers coach, right. or going to coaching rehab down there in Tuscaloosa. As they, and, and he could be like some sort of an analytics assistant right. uh, for Sabin because you know, they just hired Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sarkeesian, O'Brien, Mike Loxley, uh, uh, Lane Kiffin. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, if you were a head coach someplace, you got fired, then Nick Sabin will hire you as an assistant right. and you can rehab your image and then right. you can go get another head coaching job somewhere. Um,
1: but, and, and be terrible
0: right oh by the way how about this so Eric Enemy can't get a job but Josh McDaniels now is going to get another job Josh McDaniels is who he, flamed out famously is he, is
1: there, is he in serious consideration for the Philly job
0: apparently apparently there you go there you go he's an Eagles fan there you go uh, McDaniels is your head coach and Matty Pats is your D coordinator. Oh, you would love that as a God, Cowboys man. fan.
1: Well, except if we, except losing them. Well, well little, of course, but driving. but you
0: won't because they both are terrible. So, I mean, Josh McDaniels famously flamed out in Denver.
1: They also interviewed Kellen Moore.
0: Uh, this, yes, they did. But wait, I, w- I just want to get back to this. For, first of all, Josh McDaniels famously flamed out in Denver, okay? Then, he took the Colts job. So the Colts gave him uh, for some reason, the Colts... And by the way, that was the other thing. A lot of Lions fans wanted this guy, Ed Dodds, who's the assistant to uh, Chris Ballard in, in Indianapolis. I'm sorry. I know they drafted well. Those two idiots also thought Josh McDaniels was a good idea. He took the job and then left them at the altar to go back to his little bunny Billy Belichick, up there in New England. <laughs> so, this guy has gotten two jobs, and now he's going to get a third job? Josh McDaniels? Exactly for What? I, I, oh, I'm sorry. How the Patriots do this year without Tom Brady? What was what, what, how that offense yeah, look? Not, not so great. How was the record? What was the record? I'm sorry. I mean, please, knock it off. So these arguments that Eric, it's not Eric Benet has nothing to do with the Chiefs' success. It's all Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes is a bunch of garbage. So given the available talent pool of people who are out there, I would take Eric Bana over Dan Campbell in a second. Uh, I would take. Does um,
1: I mean, he, he, suppo- he not interview well? Like, is, is there some-
0: that is supposedly a thing Yes mm. yeah. Yes. Which What exactly that means And look He's got some off the field issues From right. a long time ago 20 years ago When he was at the University of Colorado oh, yeah. uh, With a DWI And like a, a weapons thing It's 20 years ago And again Josh McDaniels gets to get Three jobs Somehow In the NFL I- I'm sorry Why exactly? Guy's a jerk and he's a shitty coach. So, uh, I'd love to... I mean, go ahead, Philly. Have fun. Have fun with him. Um, who right, else? So, so when Daniel so becomes your coach, and he's
1: and, and a leader of men, and people will play hard for him, but like when he's mismanaging timeouts, and you know, and... and well... Because at some point, your coach does have to give you some kind of a tactical advantage. I mean, look, look at look at Mike Vrabel last year in the playoffs against uh, Bill Belichick.
0: Yes. Yeah? Yeah. No, um, look, and I your could. Co- you
1: got to you, you got to go into these games. Your coach has to give you some kind of uh, a or, or, or at least or at least not be not lose not, you the game, not, not lose you games, right? I mean, for you know, Jason Garrett was he, he was good enough to get me eight, and eight. Because yep. Could, I mean, he you never had a coaching advantage. Yep. He, he never. He was. He, ne- he was never the better coach. The good team. guy.
0: Players liked him. Played hard for him. Draw, not, can run an offense nothing
1: to let, to help you win games Well, other, other than guys who play well, Also
0: field. also but just conservative to a fault because it, that's just who he is that's his personality right. he was his coach's son And, and, and right, exactly. he's a 50 year old guy who's a coach's son completely set in his ways. I mean that's who he is what worked for the for the 93
1: Cowboys correct is, you know is not relevant to today's
0: football correct correct so look listen I, I but you know I hope I'm 100% wrong about Dan, Dan Campbell uh he seems like a meathead to me. Uh, he's a big, you know, he's all jacked up. Although, you know what works for Sean McDermott over there in Buffalo, right. so I mean, and, and,
1: and Mike Vrabel
0: and Mike Vrabel. Yeah, well, and and also, I mean, to be fair, Dan Campbell did play in the NFL for ten years. It wasn't much. He was a third-string tight end, blocking yeah. specialist, but he did play in a league for ten years, so that's worth something. Um,
1: he played for Lions for a couple seasons, A couple
0: right? of years, yeah, during the uh, during he who shall not be named era. Right. Um, and one encouraging sign is that apparently uh, the defensive coordinator, the next defensive coordinator for the Lions, is going to be Aaron Glenn. Hmm. So he's the secondary coach presently for the Saints. Uh, got interviewed. So those, those
1: the, now those those are actually your biggest
0: once you yes. once that head coach correct. Is place, then that's your coordinators, biggest. Is the two biggest hires, right? Correct. And because it speak, speaks to both
1: your head coaches' you yes. judgment, and obviously if those guys, uh, you know, yes. if, if you bring in Mike Nolan, you, you yes, get, you get what you pay for. Correct. So to speak.
0: Well, I, I hope that the offensive coordinator, whomever it is, is a guy with head coaching experience. I would take Anthony Lynn in a heartbeat. Uh, by the way, the fact that that guy got fired is a joke. Oh, by the way, I would have been happy with Marvin Lewis, believe it or not. Hmm. That was somebody that we interviewed. Listen, I understand you, if, you're, if you're an anti-Marvin Lewis guy, you look at 0-7 in the playoffs. If you're a pro-Marvin Lewis guy, you say, got he, may, the he, got the bang, he got the Bengals to the playoffs seven times. because. Right. Remember, the Bengals were kind of good in the 80s, then they were a disaster for a long time until Marvin Lewis got there. And look, I understand they never got over the hump, they never had great teams, I don't think they were probably ever favored in any of those playoff games. Now, a couple of the negatives on him were, you know, those teams made, you know, they had a lot of unsavory characters on those teams, that's not all him though, it's the GM, and uh, they made a lot of, you know, they committed a lot of stupid penalties that, that hurt them uh, in big spots and games, but... Um, I would have taken Marvin Lewis, too. I would have been perfectly happy with him. But I'd like to see the next – the the office coordinator be a former head coach. Uh, you can give me Doug Peterson. You can give me uh, – actually, I don't think I want Doug Peterson. But i take Anthony Lynn. Um, I don't know. Who are some of the other – Potential head oh I mean but it's like weird like they didn't even interview Brian Dable, the Bills offensive coordinator doing a phenomenal job with Josh Allen in that office. They didn't even interview him. The kid in the, the kid from the Rams that the Chargers just hired, kid Staley, the defensive coordinator, they didn't even interview him, which is weird since Brad Holmes just came you, from the you Rams.
1: you think you guys would, would cast a little bit of a wider net.
0: Yeah, I mean they interviewed Marvin Lewis. They interviewed uh Eric Bieniemy. They interviewed... Now, now,
1: is, now, being that they just made the, 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 uh, the Brad Holmes general manager hiring official today, yes. does he have a say? I mean, he's got to have a say in this. I mean, he's the freaking GM.
0: So, so <laughs> the Lions decided that, uh, kind of no.
1: Mm.
0: That when they claimed that when they interviewed the general managers, they did 12, by the way. Three were internal candidates, so that doesn't really count. Nine, they interviewed nine external candidates. They claimed that they ran by, they had the GMs bring to them prospective head coaches that they would like to hire.
1: Yeah, actually they talked about this at the press conference. And then they
0: mentioned to the the GM candidates whom they had interviewed and would they be okay with these people. And, you know, of course the Lions are going to claim that Brad Holmes is going to be completely on board with whomever they hire. To be the head coach. Um, it's an arranged marriage. Let's let's be honest. That's what this is. Yeah. Now, it can kind of... It, look, it's, I, I can it can go one of two ways, obviously. It sort of worked in Buffalo. I mean, they hired Sean McDermott first. Then they hired Brandon Bean, the GM. I mean, and it's worked out there. Um, you know, so... It, it, it can work. I mean, and look... <laughs> the last time... And, and again, just because you guys hired the wrong two guys doesn't mean that, that, that it's the wrong approach. But... You know, they had Quinn and Patricia were you know married at the joined at the hip.
1: You can have a sound strategy, and you just you just. And and obviously, it turned out to
0: be a colossal failure. So, um, again, uh, that doesn't mean that that's the wrong approach, but it clearly didn't work for the line. So, um, but and and the other thing is, I mean, if you're if you're Brad Holmes, and this is obviously the opportunity of a lifetime, what are you gonna do? You're gonna say no? You're gonna sit there and bang the table and say, I don't want to hire fucking Dan Campbell. I mean, you're going to say, okay, whatever you want, you guys want. I mean, I would assume. Right. I mean, I guess he could stay with the Rams. I mean, nobody's getting rid of him there. So, I mean, maybe. It's a pretty
1: big opportunity, you think, uh, you know, if, if there's enough enough yeah, things about the job. Which is you know, why I don't like sabotage this. Which
0: this. is why I don't like this. I, I I am of the opinion that you let the general manager hire who he wants. But, um, again, you know, and again, it's just. So, if you're hiring. The, a, the, the quote, 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 unquote. Collaborative yes. process, yes. which
1: I know unfortunately a little too much about, with yes. my with my dysfunctional franchise. Yeah, it can get very messy.
0: Well, I mean, it's like so. What's the chain of yeah, command? Yeah, yeah, you
1: have too many people. You have yep. too, you too, know, many too many cooks chefs in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Yep. Right.
0: Mm. Um, what's the chain of command? And again, you want to hire an experienced guy for GM. Okay, then to me, you gotta hire an experienced head coach. I mean, I and, and again. Don't give me he coached 12 games as an interim coach for the Dolphins seven years ago, however long ago that was. I mean, that's not an experience head coach. It's right. not. I mean, you know, Marvin Lewis would have been the guy and do a succession plan and hire Marvin Lewis and then maybe let Marvin Lewis hire... You know, a young up and coming coordinator on either side of the ball or on both sides of the ball, and let those guys take over for Marvin Lewis if it actually how, works out. How old is, is
1: Marvin Lewis?
0: It's probably 60, 61. I mean, he's not yeah. old, old, right. but right. you know, he's not. I mean, look, look, look at all these coaches now. Lafleur in Green Bay is what forty. Sean Mc, Sean McVay's thirty-five or right. something like that right. for the Rams. Uh, the guy in Cincinnati's in his thirties. Uh, the the Ryan Gosling look alike out there in Arizona, is is thirty eight or something? Mister Kingsbury. Yes, Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, the the Chargers just hired this guy Staley from the Rams, who's in, I think in his thirties. I mean, it, it's I, the trend right now in the NFL is to go very young with uh, guys in there, you know in. Under 45, is probably it's probably... It's
1: so weird to think that John Madden was in his 30s when he was coaching the Raiders. I know, but
0: but that was considered insanely young, too, at the yeah. time. I mean, you know, that's when Al Davis was really an innovator. So anyway, look, the Aaron Glenn thing is somewhat interesting. Uh, that seems to be getting high marks so far from what I've read. Uh, very highly thought of. Obviously, he was a hell of a player. Um I like to see it too. I like to see these guys getting elevated from position coaches to coordinator jobs. But again, it's a lot of inexperience. So I would suspect or expect that the offensive coordinator to be somebody with with either head coaching experience or a seasoned offensive coordinator. Look, I'll take Darryl, be- Darryl Bevel. By the way, I wouldn't mind it if the Lions kept him as the head coach either, by the way. I would I would preferred him over Dan Campbell. Mm. Um if the line, if he, if, if the Lions want to bring him back and he wants to take the job, I keep him as offensive coordinator. Stafford loves him. He loves Stafford. It, when when he was unencumbered by Matt Patricia, he did a phenomenal job. Bevel did this year with the offense. Very upbeat, positive guy. Very likable. Really smart, funny, well thought out answers in the press conferences. The complete opposite of Matt Patricia. So if, if he stays with the franchise of or the organization as the offensive coordinator, I have no problem with that at all. All right, let's move on. Uh, NFL playoffs. I mean, Green Bay, Rams, much to talk about in that game? I mean, not not much, right? I mean, of course, you know, the, the, the Aaron Rodgers charm luck tour continues. Throws back-to-back interceptions at the end of the half. That Both should have been easy interceptions. Right, course, both dropped. Both dropped, yep. and then they kick a field goal. So instead of 16-10 at the half, it was 19-10. Yep. Uh, they got a very diminished Aaron Donald. That was huge, going up two scores. Yes, the, correct. The, the, Correct.
1: It, it, you know, against that, against Green Bay. Correct. Against, against on the Rogers, road, like
0: even though there's killer. not that many fans there. Uh that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's like doesn't matter.
1: Yep. Actually, there's a pretty good amount of fans uh, in, in Green Bay.
0: 9,000, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Does that, it seemed like you were more in, in the stands. They Where, claim
0: 9,000, you're right. It does definitely I mean, seem I mean, like there was more. Was, it looked like it was like about about half about full, right? At least. Yeah.
1: yeah well, yeah. I'd assume like a third to a, to a half, yeah. To, to half. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I'm with you on that. Uh, definitely seemed like more than, more than nine, more than right? Nine yeah, yeah, I would imagine so. Um, but, yeah, that, I mean, that was really the turning point of that game. I mean, I thought. Yeah. I mean, it's still well, not was to that
1: mention a, that, uh, you know, Donald could barely, you know. He barely, and he Donald play, can barely, play. You know,
0: oh, and that was also, moved. by the way, I'm sorry. Uh, love the guy, as you do too, I know. It, you, you, can't, you can't be getting a personal foul like that and handing Green Bay for first down. Yeah, I mean, you just killer. can't do it. Yeah. It's killer. Led to a touchdown. Can't do it, right? I think it would have been third and long if he, didn't, if he hadn't done that. Those guys seem
1: to have a knack too, for being able to get under people's skin. Oh, you think? Yeesh.
0: You think the, uh, Green Bay offensive <laughs> linemen have, <laughs> yeah. have, have been doing uh, Let's see. I know they've been doing it since Dom Kinsu came in the league because that thug for looked like he came from a Sturgis a biker rally, Evan Dietrich-Smith or whatever his name was. Well, uh, you know... Punched Sue in the face about five times on that drive until he and of course can't get a call and then of course he finally snapped and that was that whole you know huge incident you on Thanksgiving. What,
1: also, you see when they signed Jared Valdir the day after uh, he got they got eliminated from the playoffs.
0: So, so, so you you want to know why that's supposedly allowed that you're allowed to play on one playoff if team and another because
1: practice squad rules. Right,
0: because he technically was never on the active roster. He came off the practice squad to play only in that game. So, so, so for
1: for, the, for for those not in the know, the week before the Colt, you know, the Colts had been eliminated, and they had signed Jarrell Deere, you know, long time offensive lineman, you know, right, pretty good player for, for yeah, not bad, played um,
0: play for the Raiders, played for the Cardinals. So, so he
1: was he was elevated from the from the practice roster to the you know to for the, the Colts because Anthony
0: Costanzo was hurt.
1: They lose in the playoffs, and the day after, the, right, Green Bay with you know he pretty, was a free agent, week, uh, was able to just pick him up, right.
0: Because their left tackle got hurt, but it doesn't matter. I mean,
1: you know, who supposedly is the best left tackle right. in the game? Right, right. But, but I'm they not, had no not buying it, not buying.
0: But, it. but they had no. Well, again, when you're allowed to clutch hold and grab on every play, it's 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 easy to be pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. So that game, that game didn't bring much to the table. Uh. The Buffalo Baltimore game was interesting. The
1: whole, whole thing flipped on one play, obviously. Well,
0: that I mean. So first of all, you had Tucker missing two field goals. Yeah, hit, obviously hit, the hitting, hitting each
1: upright. Probably uh, the, the win greatest wins.
0: kicker in the last twenty years in the NFL. Yeah, well
1: that's a tough place. That guy to kick makes. To
0: I know, but that guy makes everything. God he makes numbers. long kicks. He makes every clutch kick ever. He had missed three kicks in however fifteen years he's been in the league. He's missed three kicks in the playoffs total, and they've been in the playoffs a lot. Mm-hmm. And he missed two in the first half. Yeah, good. They were good kicks. The wind just took them, right. and they both H- and H- each, up, either, each upright. I mean, that's just.
1: And then, and then Buffalo's kicker missed two kicks also. Right.
0: And if you looked at those kicks from Tucker, they started out right down the middle. Right. I mean, they looked like, and I understand you're supposed to allow for the wind and, and, and know, all yeah. that and stuff. Those
1: winds are swirling. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden the ball could be in mid flight. You know, you you calibrate where the wind is. Not Correct. So it shifts. I mean, nothing, Correct. Nothing, nothing you
0: can do. There. No. And again, they both hit the upright. You know, they, they could also go in, right? Yeah. I mean, you know. So that, that, that obviously hurt, but. Yeah, the, the, the pick six by my guy, Teron Johnson, number 24. Another senior bowl guy. Weaver State will, guy, yep, yeah, yeah. yep, yep. Oh, by the way, of course, I had to have suffer some PTSD, though, on that play. Oh, yeah, the, 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 the longest, the, the uh, longest, 101-yard the, the 100, yeah. uh, interception yeah, yeah, return yeah, for a touchdown, yeah, they, they tied for the you know, longest in league yeah. history. They didn't, Of course, they didn't even have to say the player and against whom that was, or what year? Well Nineteen ninety-three, George T. Packers against the Lions. <laughs> now remember,
1: that was a that was a Cosmo Kramer. Right? It
0: was indeed. Lines uh, Wayne Fontes desperately on the sidelines trying to call timeout. Didn't like what they saw. Couldn't get the timeout called. Uh, tries to go to. I didn't. I didn't know that. that yeah, yeah. Tries to throw a, a, a to third-string tight end Ty Halleck, wearing number forty-nine, one of the worst numbers in the history of sports. Um... Uh, particularly for a football player, forty-nine is an atrocious number. Uh, I'm trying to throw a, 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 a to tie to Halleck in the end zone. George Teague interception returns it back for a touchdown. To Eric Kramer's credit, took the, back the very next. Right down the next, took him right down the field with fifty-four seconds left. Uh, Brett Favre hits uh, Sterling Sharp for the touchdown, and that, as they say, was that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, that Baltimore Buffalo game, obviously that that holds that I mean, that's a fourteen point swing at the, at the way.
1: or at least or or an eleven, either a fourteen yeah. or eleven. Yeah,
0: swing. it's a huge turn of events there, right? They were inside the ten yard line. And yeah, the whole game
1: complete, especially with wind conditions. Correct, there. correct.
0: Okay. And then once more. when then once you know Jackson got knocked out of the game, that was pretty much that. I mean, Huntley had. Hollywood Brown wide open for a touchdown overthrew him. We understandable. The win, the win
1: might have taken it. Yeah, and
0: understandable. The guy hasn't played all year. I exactly. mean, he was a third string guy. It's also under pressure. Correct. Correct. Uh, but it does beg the question. I mean, you know, and I'm not a quarterback wins guy, and I know you're not either. Um, so I'm going to say it the proper way. The Ravens, in the four games in which they played in playoffs as Lamar with Lamar Jackson as their quarterback, are one in three. And. Really, they could have very easily lost to the Titans the week before. I actually thought the Titans played a terrible game. And they had him on the ropes. And if it wasn't for that amazing run, which changed that whole game. right? Um, now, listen. If it wasn't for that amazing run, I mean, he made the play. It was a great play by Lamar Jackson. But, clearly the whiskey, he,
1: he's He's, he's, a, he's ridiculous. He's a video game.
0: When he runs with the ball. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. But... it if Seems he, to
1: be running at a completely different speed than everybody else.
0: Correct. But here's the thing is that sustainable long-term? Because you'll beat the bad teams, you know, if you'll beat the Jacksonvilles of the world, and you'll beat the bad... When Houston Texans are bad, you'll beat them, and you'll beat all the bad teams. When you get in the playoffs, play good teams, mostly. And the Chargers showed that the league the blueprint of how to shut him down two years ago. You have fast linebackers, and you have safeties that can cover and run as well. And they did it two years ago when they had Perryman and Desmond King and all those... Those good players in the secondary, and you know Bosa and, and Ingram up front. Uh, Corey Legit getting pressure up the middle. Uh, Bill, same thing, right? Tremaine Edmonds is six, two hundred and fifty pounds. He runs a four-five forty. Yeah. Matt Milano is a fast. You know, he's not huge for a linebacker. He's small, but he's fast. Um, Take that
1: guy on my team in a heartbeat.
0: Fifth round pick. Yeah. Yeah. Take him in a heartbeat better than any linebacker the Lions have on their roster right now by a million miles. Um, but, uh, so, I mean, that seems to be the blueprint of how to beat them. And, um you know, I mean, it was also one of those games where everything went wrong. I mean, even even late in the game. I mean, Huntley, you know, that that, that I've seen Mark Andrews make that that play a, a bunch of times in the back of the end zone. I mean, he was kind of triple-covered. Ball yeah. kind of went off his yeah. hands. But Tough I mean, play. T- oh, very Tough hard. No, I'm not, it wasn't like Jackie Smith in the Super Bowl kind of yeah. play by any stretch. He it was no, – you can't say he should yeah, have had a, it. That was on fourth down, right? Yes, but I've, said, I've, yeah. I've seen him make that play before because yeah. he's really good. Yeah. Um. So that was – but, that, you know, look – Buffalo looks legit. I mean, yeah, they they, they look legit. I mean, Allen is... the
1: quarterback shut everybody up.
0: He sure has. I uh, never, never saw this coming. Well, and I mean, he he's apparently he's put in a lot of work in the off season. He's improved uh, markedly uh, every year. So far, he's been in the league. Well, obviously, the... I mean, the physical has, gifts you know, were he, always there. He was
1: there. a 50% completion guy. Now, all of a sudden, you know, he's, right. you know, he's up in the high Right.
0: Season. Well, it also helps when you have Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Uh, and Cole Beasley, Cole who Beasley. catches everything. Yeah. Um, he really does. Yeah. He really, he, he's a really good player. Um, but, you know, but I mean, the physical gifts were always there with Allen. I mean, that was never in question. It was just always a matter of, you know, is he going to be able to figure out the pro game? And, you know, can, because, he you know, he came from Wyoming, right? But I mean, I remember I told you, I, I watched him in the bowl game that they played that year, and you saw everything in about, in one drive, why, Teams liked him because mm-hmm. he just he was on point, and you just saw the ball comes out of his hands; it's a rocket. It's, like,
1: it's also he's got that Jeff George like with the, with the ball just, like, mm-hmm. just like you know the quick release where the ball just outness, yeah. you know, in yeah. The, um, flash. Yeah,
0: I believe they call that arm talent. Arm talent, a lot of arm talent. Uh-huh. So, you don't have to
1: you don't have to be an, an advanced scout to just yes. to just see how uh the yes. you know the ball comes out of his hand differently.
0: Yeah. So that, that I mean that wasn't a great game, right? What was it six three at the half? I mean it wasn't high scoring, but you know, you got a little weather there. It was cold. It was it was it was an entertaining game to watch. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Sunday you had two pretty good games. Kansas City, Cleveland being the first. Um, that whole game changed, obviously, with Rashard Higgins play. Right. Uh, going in for a touchdown. It was first down. So there's no. I mean, again, memo to running backs and wide receivers and quarterbacks when that's you were, that's such a
1: jet thing. That's like that was so <laughs> jet
0: like. <laughs> I mean. First of all, it was a hair... So, so the guy tried to reach the ball out and break the plane and score a touchdown. Instead, he got the ball knocked out. Worst rule in sports, by the way, is the ball rolls out of the back of the end zone. And it's a touchback for the other team. If you're going to give the ball back to the team, that's fine. There's no reason they should be able to get the ball at the 25-yard line or the 20-yard line. Mm-hmm. Get it way. Get it the goal line. I mean, you shouldn't get double the advantage. That's terrible rule, number one. Number two... He was this close for the ball breaking a plane. I mean, and I hate the rule, by the way. I hate that rule anyway. That
1: is, you, know, you know, that's something that the Patriots have been have been the beneficiary of plays like that for twenty years.
0: Correct, correct. Uh, Derek Carr has has cost his team. Uh, the
1: Cowboys won a game on that.
0: Yes, correct, correct. Yeah. Derek Carr, the quarterback for the Raiders, has cost his team trying to do that. I mean, I, again, I hate the rule where the tip of the ball just has to break. The imaginary plane, and it's a touchdown. I mean, to me, you should have to have the thing over it, but whatever. That's a topic for another day. So, super close to scoring on it anyway. And, really, kind of a helmet-to-helmet hit. They easily could have called that, too. Mm. Uh, on, on, uh, on, uh, on, uh, on, uh, I thought he got the shoulder. Sven Nordson or whatever that guy is, so, is that those, uh, Sorensen? Yeah, Sorensen. Yeah,
1: he's, he's Sven, 49, right? Sven
0: Sorensen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that took... Perfect example. Perfect example. That Sven Norrensen should, <laughs> should have...
1: A, 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 Bjorn
0: Jornson yeah. should have, you know, big, tall, long-necked white safety. That's That should be his number is 49. That's correct. That That's a perfect number. Long snappers and Sven Svornesen. That's 49. It's an excellent number for those two positions. <laughs> but... <laughs> uh, yeah, no, actually, they showed it again. I mean, Boomer said on halftime he actually thought it could have been a helmet to helmet. I mean, it was it was close. Look, if you're a Chiefs fan, you those, to, those
1: are game changing.
0: Yes, yeah, game changing play. But then Mahomes gets knocked out of the game, which that was also weird because it didn't look like he came down that hard yeah. on his head. Yeah. But obviously, you saw when he stood up, he was woozy. You knew it was a problem. And then Chad Henney, of all people,
1: on that last drive makes uh, so he, he so they convert that third and six. Yep. And then, uh, then it's third and 15. Yep.
0: And he hit top. You know, he hit, rambles,
1: he hit he t- 14 and a half yards. Right.
0: And then, and then look, give Andy credit. I yeah. mean, he went for it and called a pass. I thought they were just going to try and draw him off and, and, and then either punt or go for it or yep. whatever. Yep, correct. And then they called a pass play. And then they just did a little sprint out to Tyreek Hill, and he had to wear with all stay in bounds, the stand bounds, and that was that.
1: Awful job by the Browns yes. burning two timeouts. Correct. One on a, t- on a challenge. The, the challenge no was ridiculous.
0: Well, and they blew it before. The guy didn't catch the ball, and they didn't get to it in time. And then they let the the, the Chiefs run the hurry up and got the You Remember that earlier in the game? I, no, yeah, no, there was I a big... Have, I might have missed that. Oh, they, yeah, there was a completion to... I think it was Hardman that was not a completion. And it was obvious it wasn't a completion. Uh, they but the they hard. ran the hurry up and the Browns didn't see it in time. Right. Right. So they couldn't challenge the play. And it continued... You know, the, the drive continued on. I think the Chiefs scored as a result. So, yeah. Later in the game, Tyreek Hill made That's a ridiculous, ridiculous catch... That was clear that he caught the ball, and then they challenged it anyway, so They lost the timeout there. That, by the way, that reminded
1: me. Did you see that play earlier in the year that Tyreek Hill made um, right before they had on, uh, on that deep pass? Yes, that or they didn't, didn't challenge. He didn't, he didn't, he no, didn't know, he, didn't even caught it. know that he caught it. Correct. He Correct.
0: Rolled over in the, the ball end ball. zone. Yes. Yeah. It was yeah. Crazy. And he didn't even know he yeah. caught it. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That yeah. was crazy. against the Bills, I believe. I think it was the Bills uh, Monday was, Night game. I think. Think it was. Yeah. Um But anyway, yeah.
1: So, yeah so, so they, so they, they, they challenged it. it was you know
0: bad it challenge. It was obvious. It wasn't. It was. It, uh, it's obvious. It was a catch. They weren't going to overturn that. And then and they sh- just,
1: it's just one of those. those couldn't get the play in. Those brain locks didn't they get, didn't, to play
0: didn't and get, get the play be. in, and had to burn a timeout there. Um. Yeah, when you're and down, and and
1: down by one score or less. Those, yep. Those are
0: just, kill. Those are just they kill crazy. you, and 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 also by the way, I mean the Browns. I mean their their last offensive possession was a horror show. Right. First yeah. of all, they yeah. needed. I I don't know why they went. It seemed to me that they went away from the run way too early. I mean when when they ran the ball it looked pretty successful. Um, Chiefs defense isn't bad, but it's not great. I mean you can run the ball on them. Um, the Browns have two really good backs. And there, there, there was
1: that, there was a play on that last drive where the two uh, two ex-Cowboy linebackers where. Um, Hitchens. Damian Wilson. Damian Wilson forced the play back inside, and then Hitchens came to fill. Hitchens
0: has played very well for Kansas City since he's been there. He's he was a really, really good player for the Cowboys. He's played very well for them.
1: Excellent pick. Uh
0: so that I mean that was an exciting game. You give Andy Reid a ton of credit for being gutsy enough to go for it and just go win the game there on fourth down. Like that. Granted, it was half a yard. The spot wasn't great either. By the way, when Henny ran almost ran for it, I thought they, you know a lot. But by the way, if that's Aaron Rodgers, that's that's a first down. Yeah. I mean, there's no way they're going to call that short. Um, and
1: I thought they got the spot pretty much pretty pretty close because I, I didn't realize you know that his elbow had been right down. Where right, it, where it right. Was. Yeah, yeah. No,
0: I, it, it ended up being a good spot. I, I've seen. I, I feel like I've seen other times where they just give it to to the other team to give it to the quarterback and the team, but. No, they, they, listen. They, you give them a lot of credit, and give the Chiefs' defense credit too. You know they don't obviously get talked about a lot because their offense is so good, but they've got some good players still on that defense, particularly in the front uh, seven. Yeah, so. Chris
1: Jones, Frank, Frank Clark. Yep. Yeah. You know, you
0: uh, 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 Passenwa, um, right. um, uh, Hitchens, Damian Wilson. They got the Honey Badger back there. Brashaw Breland's not a bad player. Thornhill, when he's healthy, although I think he's hurt again. Uh, he was playing. Oh, is he playing? Yeah, yeah Juan Thornhill's good. And, and of course, you know, Bo, Bo Svensson. So, <laughs> <laughs>
1: he seems to make plays. Uh,
0: I, I, I'm going to call that guy everything other than his name. Uh, I, I I think Bo Svensson.
1: K-Bjorn,
0: Bjorn Shornsson. Uh, Kip Corrington, yeah. who is a uh, Lions safety that they drafted in the seventh round out of Texas him. A&M a million years ago. Yeah. Uh, so
1: ex cowboy receiver slash tight end Eric Bjornson. Right. Yep. There you go. Uh huh. I think he also played for it? the Saints too. Who's I, I don't remember who he played for after the guys, but you know but he uh, forever, forever became those Bjorn Bjornsson. Bjorn Bjorn
0: Bjornson. Of course, of course. I mean, there's just there's no way you can't be. Uh, and then that brings us to the last game, which was New Orleans Tampa Bay, which that whole game turned on one play. Sure did. Third, third and long. But, but Saints I, up I, a touchdown, 20-13. to 13.
1: I, I can probably speak for both of us. is probably uh, one of our favorite players in the draft, both of us.
0: Oh, Antoine Winfield Jr.? Correct. Love him. Love him. So, he did nothing, by the
1: way, in college. He did nothing but make game-changing, game-saving plays. Yep. One yep. after another yep. after another. Yep. Watch, all you have to do is watch his tape. Yep. And he was five minutes and you know, okay. oh, and he's
0: got the NFL pedigree. His father was a very good NFL player for a long time. Undersized, same style, feisty, will hit you. You know, so, so
1: basically, midway through the third quarter, with the uh, with the, the the Saints were up by a touchdown. Yep, a twenty drive, to thirteen. Hit uh, hit Jared, 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 Cook. Clark, Clark, uh, Jared Cook over the middle for like a fifteen yard gain. I guess big first kind of down, down like puts him in field goal around, range. Probably around the, the thirty five, the forty, something
0: like no, that. No, I think even closer. Yeah. I, I think they're like legit in field yeah. goal range yeah. after that play, and, especially uh, in the and, dome with and real luck. And Lutz. the
1: play before um, Winfield, because he's not that tall, had a chance to pick one off. It wasn't an easy play. He yeah, to uh, get up. He had to get up the ladder. Um, got his So, so on yes, it. So, so yes. If he was six one, maybe he has a better chance than to pick it off. He's got good hands, but he didn't make the pick. Right. And I, I, I texted you. At you know, I was like, yes. I had a feeling that you know, guys like this, they don't let these things bother me. He's gonna, he's, he's gonna make a play. First of all, he's on the same play, same team as Tommy, so he's got that. He's got. <laughs> That's true. So he's got that mojo. He's got the charm, working, life, you know, magic you know, working. Something's gonna happen. Yep. So I was like, this guy's gonna do something to help him win this game. Yeah. The very next play. Yep. He, Give, uh, gives he, up he the just,
0: reception, punches the ball out. He did it on purpose, uh, and then of course uh, Tampa Bay recovered. Now, by the way, this is the same Jared Cook that against your squad uh, made yeah, one I, of the I most ridiculous so Jared Cook f- who catches have, one out of every five you passes you no that comes his way. I
1: was <laughs> enraged. we <laughs> leveled my rage. <laughs> Makes that ridiculous hey, shotgun catch against, against the Cowboys it, when and he was the on the playoffs.
0: Packers. Yes, I mean, and again, like that's a perfect example. Now, yes, Tom Brady is great. Yes, Aaron Rodgers is great. But if you're going to try to tell me that there is not an element of luck that comes into play when guys are that great for that long, you're, you're just not paying attention. I mean, Drew Brees didn't do anything wrong there. He threw a perfect pass to the tight end, and he fumbles. And he's, by the way, Jared Cook is a monster. He's like 6'6", 260 pounds. Antoine Winfield Jr. is like 5'9", 190 pounds. And he, and he knocks the ball out of his yep. hands. And but meanwhile, somehow, and Jared Cook, by the way, known for having very suspect hands. I mean, he makes a lot of very good catches, but he also drops a lot of routine balls. Um, that's why he's bounced around the league. on like his fifteen, except, except when he when
1: it matters, except for when crazy. he's
0: on the Packers, and then against you guys, somehow on the sideline, he makes the most ridiculous catch of all time. Because oh, <laughs> the game was over, he doesn't make that catch. The game's over. Not,
1: it would have gone into overtime.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, I, I meant. Over from that perspective, like you would have at least, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I was I was thinking about that. I was like, I was like, I was wondering how what your reaction is like. Oh,
1: of course, and, so and it's then, Mike. And then Mason Crosby, the second straight field goal where he knuckles it, yeah, and where, barely where, got where it, mishits it, right. and somehow it knuckles
0: back across. Right. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. 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 No, I, I hear you. Well, it's like J- Justin Tucker made a 61-yard field goal on Monday night against us that basically cost Jim Schwartz his job. Yeah. because uh, it knocked us that essentially put us out of the playoffs that year. You know, that somehow it looked like it was going to be four yards right and short, and then somehow just at the last minute snuck in and barely made it over the crossbar. Yeah.
1: So, all right. So now it so to, to Tampa and Tommy's credit, they go right down the field, score a touchdown, time yep. of the game. Yep. And then from that point, it was just that the Saints just looked completely inept on offense. Well, you. Breeze could not throw the ball three
0: yards down the field. Can't get the ball down the field, and the Saints realized it. Give Todd Bowles a lot of credit. Oh, by the way, there's another guy the Lions were going to interview which was driving me nuts. Look, Todd Bowles is a very good defensive coordinator. Uh, He ain't a head coach, people. I'm sorry. 24 and 40. If you live in New York like we do, saw enough of Todd Bowles. As Judge Smales once said, the world needs ditch diggers too. Okay? (laughs) Not everybody can be a head coach. Some guys are just good as coordinators and some guys are not, you know, and some guys are head coach material. He's not head coach material, but he's a very good defensive coordinator. He saw what happened. He... <laughs> I'm just saying. All I right, mean, he,
1: yeah.
0: He's, he said it. <laughs> I mean, look, Todd is a really good defensive coordinator. Stay in your lane. That's what he should be. <laughs> I mean, he had his shot. It's not like they gave him one year. He was he. And I, listen, I understand the Jets is a tough place to be successful for anybody. But I mean, come on, how is Todd Bowles getting interviews for head coaching jobs? Stop it. Um, but in any event, yeah. And then you God saw bless, they God just God
1: bless George Smales they, they
0: they just they just pressed. Uh, the Saints receivers, uh, Michael Thomas was not right. Apparently, he's getting two surgeries yeah, now. Yeah, that. Um, you know, and, oh, and then the little fast guy got hurt too. Devon, right? The, uh, yeah, might, might have had,
1: might have had uh, that. that uh, yeah, the, touchdown. Had the second big return, right? Which might have been a touchdown. I don't, I don't know if that, if that, uh legal the block, legal block. block. I, you know, I don't know if that sprung him or not. It's, it's kind of hard to tell. I know.
0: Him but he did hit him from behind. I mean, yeah, 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 you got to yeah. call it, but it's, right. it's
1: it's hard to tell if just sprung him, No, I know. That's,
0: um, that's that's those those are, those are really frustrating. But, but, but anyway, so,
1: you know, so then, once, so then once Tampa Bay uh went ahead, uh it's just uh, the you know, the same uh, thing the, the, the Tampa Bay made the plays. If you know? if
0: Tampa Bay didn't have Tom Brady as a quarterback, I could get behind Tampa Bay because I like Bruce Arians a lot. Always have. Love their defense. I mean, they've got guys on that defense that you and I have loved been drooling over in the draft. Yeah, Levante Davis is a great second-round pick out of Nebraska. Uh, Devin White is tremendous uh, middle linebacker.
1: Not according to uh, PFF.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, another reason to never take anything PFF says seriously. I mean, gee, he didn't have a good. He didn't have any impact on that game, did he? Devin White, Their their linebacker. a few tackles yeah. for loss, fumble recovery, yeah. sack. Yeah. Now, yeah. now nah, nah, he's no good. Uh Antoine Winfield Jr. Uh, Carlton Davis, I liked coming out of Auburn. Um, obviously my guy In Dominican Su Still making plays Jason Pierre-Paul Still making plays uh, It's good defense It's pretty good defense um, I, Jason I, Pierre-Paul I mean He's he's
1: he's barely slowed down It's he's, incredible
0: Guy's got You know He's down to what Seven fingers Or whatever Seriously He had that massive Accident with the fireworks Right so He good. lost fingers On both hands And I mean He's been in a league For a million years now yeah. Guy still makes plays Yep Unbelievable. Sue still makes plays. Sue's thirty-four years old, by the Sue way. Now. I mean, it, it, it's yeah. I mean, when he decides that you're just not going to block him, like you're just not going to block him with one yeah. guy. Like it's just, you know, he doesn't do that every play. But um, yeah. So so he, so, that, so now that brings up a dilemma here: uh, Tommy versus. Uh, oh, it's such a no-win situation. I mean, what do you do, do there? Like, such a no-win situation. <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to go for Tampa Bay. I guess. But I can't have Tommy winning another Super Bowl ring. No. But I can't have Rodgers winning yeah, one either. It's it's
1: just it's, I don't
0: know it's, what to do. See, See, I bet on Tampa Bay in the Saints game figuring cuz I I had I thought they were going to win the game outright and they were getting points, but I figured, all right, worst case scenario, they get they lose and then Tommy loses. But if they're going to win, at least I'm going to get paid. Right, exactly. So Exactly. What's so, it going to be? Right, right, right. You make me happy you're going to you're you going to pay me. Right. So I so I got I got paid. Right, but well done. Right, thank you. But I don't know what to do about this game on, on Sunday because I really I, I that's mean a, that's that's rough. That's tough. That is rough. That's tough. I, I I think I'm gonna go I may do a little tease action and go Buffalo and take Buffalo plus whatever and play take Tampa Bay plus whatever. I, I mean it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. I guess I could look at it you know what? Let me flip it. Let me reverse it. You're gonna flip it. Yeah, I gotta flip so it. Let me do, reverse it. Do a little Leon? It. Yeah, I gotta reverse it. I'm in a no lose situation because I don't like either quarterback. So, either way, I'm good. Right.
1: Okay. Well, it <laughs> how you look See?
0: At. well glass half full for a change. Exactly. All right. And then finally, we'll finish up with a little NBA. Obviously, the Nets made the big trade to get James Harden. Um, did you watch
1: any of that game last night? I did. I watched a lot of that game against out, the Bucs. I watched like a good amount of the fourth quarter. First of all, James Harden's about 400 pounds. He's not thin. And yet he's. He's a good player. He's I mean, a very good he player. He's, he's a good scorer. Yes. He's completely disinterested on defense. Yes. If he's not involved in the play, he could care less. Yes.
0: Good passer, though. But
1: the guy is... He
0: actually is a good passer, too. The
1: guy is effective.
0: And that's <laughs> D'Antoni. And I talked about this on podcasts four years... Whenever D'Antoni took that job over, and he made point Harden the point guards before they got Westbrook, and everybody said, it's insane. He's the biggest ball hog in the league. But, you know... D'Antoni said, look, the guy can pass. If you tell him to pass, he'll pass. And if you're open, he'll pass the ball to you. And especially when he's going to play with Durant, when they run a high pick and roll, uh, and both those guys are shooting the ball well, there's nothing you can do. I mean, you cannot guard those two guys. Um, so I did watch that game. It reminded me of a Nuggets-Spurs game from the 80s because there's no defense getting right. played at you're all.
1: With those last two minutes, uh, just every, uh, every trip down the court. Correct. The, the league kept changing hands.
0: Correct. But um, where is the great Giannis? Why is he guarding Jeff Green? He had one foul the whole game. I'm sorry. He's supposed to be the MVP of the league and this great athletic freak. He needs to be guarding Kevin Durant every possession down the floor. Uh, Mike Budenholzer, the, the Coach Bud, who everyone thinks, thinks some genius for the Bucks, didn't have him guard him one time. Not one time. I couldn't believe it. I was shocked. Um, but, yeah, that, that I mean, the Nets are now firmly public enemy number one because Harden is not well-liked around the league. Um, Durant
1: only wants to play with his buddies.
0: Durant's not a bad guy though. He's he's prickly and a little sensitive, but he's not he's not a jerk. He's not. Listen, and, and and Harden, he's got those in his camp that will tell you he's misunderstood. And look, you know the parting stuff. All these guys, a lot of guys in the NBA do the same thing. He apparently donated a lot of money for hurricane relief that didn't get the publicity that he, that JJ Watt got. Uh, suppose you know again. These are from his inner circle, they'll tell you he's not a bad guy. Uh, and I don't think he's a, necessarily a bad guy. His style of play is tough to watch. Yes, it is. The way he flails around and gets calls all the he's time and he's the, the he's beard. I mean the beard, the beard, the beard, the beard is him saying to you, listen. I know this is stupid, but I'm gonna dare you to call me out for being stupid because then if you do, then you're the asshole because you're judging me my appearance, and that makes you an asshole. Right. That's so what that's about, so by so the way. It's, so it's layered. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what that's about. Uh, so so You learned it here first.
1: That yes. is what that beard is all about. Correct.
0: Um, but and by the way. I can't stand any of these idiots. Those nut, nut, those morons on the Red Sox that started all this idiocy, Johnny Damon and the like. However long, many years ago that was, uh, you know, it, it, it all needs George to go. George Steinbrenner kind of had that.
1: He he, he <laughs> yeah. was out in front of this thing <laughs> long ago. He had this thing pegged. Hey, he was so right
0: could be a bit problematic <laughs> for you to be on the side of George Steinbeier in today's day and age. That's
1: my way. guy. Pettingly, <laughs> I told you to save, shave those sideburns. Yeah, I, I,
0: I will do, Skip. I'm going to do that. Yeah, um, Yes. Uh, much like when Elaine was uh, trying to deem whether or not that one gentleman was sponge-worthy or not, he, she also wanted him to trim his sideburns as well.
1: <laughs>
0: you know? <laughs> um, she, she had standards. That's exactly right. Uh, but... The, the, the and, and you know what? I could even... I could even... I'm not going to say get behind the Nets, but I wouldn't actively root against him if it was just Harden and, and Durant, I don't think, because there's other guys on that team that I like, like Joe Harris. Um, but when you add Kyrie to the mix, I mean, the, I, I, I don't know that I've disliked a player in pro sports as much as I dislike Kyrie Irving. This guy, I mean... So, first of all, he it wasn't good enough in Cleveland because he wasn't the guy, even though they won a ring, and he had LeBron there. So then they trade him to Boston, a very good team, up and coming, made everybody miserable there. They could not wait to get him out of town. Couldn't wait to get him out of town. Goes to the Nets, gets hurt, doesn't play, you know, plays, then gets hurt, doesn't play. Then he came out with his whole nonsense in the, in the preseason. He's boycotting the media. They're pawns. They're this and that. Uh, then he you know, sort of walked it back. He did that whole stupid stuff with the world is flat.
1: Well, I love his nickname, World Be flat that
0: <laughs> That's a great fantastic. nickname. <laughs> uh, I like to call him Kyrie Jenner myself. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> uh, but this latest thing where he, he hasn't played in over a week now – Part of it's because of COVID.
1: But then just say that. Like, he just... He won't, he, he no,
0: no, no, no. But that's it's, it's the league protocols. Apparently, he wouldn't play initially because he was so distraught by the events that took place at the Capitol. Right? Right. Too distraught. Right. Except he wasn't too distraught to be partying at his sister's 30th birthday party and attending a Zoom call while his teammates are playing in a game for a prospective Manhattan district attorney. Wasn't too distraught for those two things. Only to play, oh I'm sorry, honor the contract that the team pays you $30 million a year to do your job. And again, who are you, sur- what purpose does you sitting out because you're so distraught? I mean, listen, anybody with a brain knows what happened at the Capitol is disgusting and vile. Of course, yeah, I didn't like it. You didn't like it. Guess what? I still worked. I mean, you had nothing to really do with you personally, Kyrie. But what are you, you're trying to show everybody what a social conscience you have? Then go do something. Sitting out doesn't do anything except make it all about you. Because that's all you are about. I can't stand this guy. He's, he's,
1: he's tough. He's, he, he's very tough. So now you know you got these three... All three of these guys on on the same on team. the same team, yeah.
0: and 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 obviously as
1: as I said, yeah, they are they are public enemy number yes. one now. Yes, yes, they are. Yes, yes I will root against. I will, I will root for the Celtics against this team. That's how bad this is. Yeah, yeah. that that <laughs> is how bad. So <laughs> I tell you, watch that those guys get after. Like the, the you know, yeah. The, 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 like I don't, Celtics, don't like Jason Tatum. Are, I'm not a fan. He thinks uh, he's too good. Celtics, Celtics are ungood. Everything that I want my team to be. correct.
0: Very good young coach, Brad Stevens. They developed their players. Marcus smart. God, you hate him, but boy, you love him if he's on your team. Sure. He's a junkyard dog. He's yep. an instigator. He's an irritant. He's he's old school basketball. That's the other thing, by the way. The, and look, I understand it's not necessarily nothing new. You know, Magic Johnson got Paul Westhead fired a million years ago in favor of Pat Riley. You know, the stars in the NBA have run the roost for a long time. But never more so than now. I mean, okay, so James Harden's got two years left on his contract. I'm just gonna pout and quit on my team, and I get rewarded by getting traded to the Nets. I've never seen a league coddle, where
1: I can can play with my buddy,
0: coddle and cater to spoiled brat millennials more in my life than the NBA. Oh, and by the way, while we're on the subject, um, what the hell is going on with the uniforms in the NBA? Did Did you see those disasters the Knicks had on yesterday? The city that never sleeps yeah, in, a cir- I, yeah, I in black, is. though yeah, in I'm, black. I'm, oh, I'm what, sorry, I, I, I didn't know, know the Knicks had. I didn't know. I didn't know blue and orange. No, I Do like the
1: Nets throwback to the to the early to the 90s. So,
0: to the Swamp Dragons yeah, days? Yeah. The, those like tie or dye. To the
1: Drazen Petrovic days. Those
0: are not bad, but it'll get that 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 at least has something to do with the franchise. Yeah. It honors their heritage. It yeah. does something. It, you know what? It all started with Golden State when they wore their little kid summer pajama uniforms. Those, those, the, the, the long sleeve. Remember remember when you were a little kid, you wore those pajamas? Yeah. I that was know. a long, it was a short sleeve yeah, shirt yeah, and yeah. shorts. They matched. Yeah. That, that Golden State started that nonsense about five years ago. And now, I mean, did you see the magic uniforms? I'm sorry. Their colors were always like black yeah, blue and black, and black blue, blue and black. And then yesterday, somehow they had orange and white on yeah, for
1: some I, reason. I, I don't know what that was called. And And I well, said, that was a ghastly basketball game.
0: It was not pretty. <laughs> it was not pretty. It, it Pretty predictable. Second game of a back-to-back for the Knicks. Both games were day games. Both were early starts. Uh, even though I know guys aren't going out and partying in New York the way they used to because of the yeah. pandemic. Yeah. Uh, kind of predictable. I mean, even Julius Randle himself said, "Boy, I, I could not throw it in the ocean." In the OCS, from the I yeah, saw that. yeah.
1: Yeah. He's a pretty good interview. He
0: he he has been a revelation. Yeah. And you got to give a lot of the credit to Tibbs for that. Um,
1: there are times where he is the
0: only prayer you have
1: of of uh, of, of,
0: of making a basket. Yeah, quickly starting to maybe get there. It's a little, it's very early, obviously, yeah. and he he went through a couple of games where he couldn't make anything, right? I think he had a two for nineteen stretch or and something. And RJ, as
1: long as he's not shooting from uh, from over ten feet, <sighs> as long as you, it's uh, boy.
0: I mean, they're, they're, his
1: free throw shooting is, is getting Seventy-five
0: percent, sixty-one percent last year. It's up to seventy-five percent. Um, he's a wretched shooter, though. They're, I mean, it, it's not even the miss. They, they're not even close. Yeah, I about. mean, they are. The brick air ball is a, yeah. is, a is a is a staple. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, yes, it is. It's, yeah, but you know what? He's he's an RKG. He's only twenty. Right, works hard. Yeah, he's a hard worker. He
1: really works hard. Yeah,
0: he's a hard worker. He cares. I'm a little... He
1: plays a lot of minutes.
0: I don't think he'll ever... He's never going to be a star. He's not athletic athletic enough. Like, you could get away with not being a great shooter if you could really, you know, dribble and, and, and penetrate and get to the hole.
1: Right.
0: He's okay. He's good at it. He's not great at it. Yeah. And, and I think it's just he just doesn't you know, he's just not quite athletic enough and I don't think it's a, a work thing. I just don't think he's got and, you know he he's not like a, a high riser right He's not like mm-hmm. a great leaper a great jumper he's not super quick but he should be a really solid he should be an 18 eight and four guy which you take which you take you definitely take I mean we'll, we'll take that and and, and and a solid defender Solid to I think an above average potential defender. So look, the Knicks are seven and eight. I think we would have taken that in the beginning of the year. They've beaten three really good teams: in the Celtics, the Bucks, and the, and the Pacers. Um, they beat a bad, you know, or a, not a bad Magic team yesterday, but a, but a short-handed, depleted. A yes, depleted team. a depleted Magic team yesterday. And it wasn't pretty, but they got it done. I mean, think about it. How many times in years past after Terrence Ross made that ridiculous three with the, clock oh, and the shot clock running yeah, down? Yeah. That would have been it. That, that, that would have been a 10-0 run for the Magic. And the game would have been 100%, over, 100%, right? 100%. And, and so the Knicks came back and won. So, you yeah. know, look, at least they're watchable. Right. And we, we may have the gun a little bit at right. 5-3, you and I texting each other. Hey, we might have something here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> have to understand, we, 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 you know, we're desperate. This is coming from a total play, a place
0: I, of total
1: desperation.
0: Ju- Justin sent me a very similar <laughs> text, too. Hey. The basketball team might actually be worth watching this year. What do you think? You know, and then, then of course they went on the five-game losing streak, and And then we're like a shot,
1: and then then, uh, I believe my text was we might win five games for the rest of the year, (laughs) right? Right. And then they beat the, and then they blow out the Celtics, right,
0: by 30. Hmm. Just
1: gotta stick with them, right? That's it.
0: Yeah, well, just like I mean, I, listen, Aaron, you've been very hard on Kevin Knox. I've been telling you all along, you just gotta, you just gotta let this kid develop.
1: <laughs> you cannot get that guy out of here fast. I,
0: I I'm with you. I and again, nice kid. Uh, he just the body language is so bad. He,
1: does, he doesn't play. I mean, he, just,
0: he 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 doesn't play hard. He
1: does no. He just.
0: And again, uh, you could get re, you could get away with not playing hard if you're so, great. Yeah, I mean, if you're George I mean, he, Gervin, he, he, he needs
1: to be. He needs to be six. He needs to shoot sixty percent from on the arc because that's all he does. Man. <laughs> that is all he does. He just does spots now. up for
0: threes. And, hey, look, I'll take it. At least he's he's been making them at a decent clip. So I mean, look, if I think at worst case scenario, maybe he's improved his trade value and maybe the Knicks will get something yeah, for him. Nah, you never know. You know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder.
1: I suppose. All right. All right
0: just, uh, were we, we watching anything?
1: do you, what's, uh, cause, yeah, I just started uh, The Flight Attendant.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, as you well know, this is a sore subject for me because I can't get HBO, HBO Max.
1: Max, right? Which even though I stuff. have
0: HBO. Right, yeah. I watched the first episode because they did me a huge favor. HBO did me a big favor and they showed it on the actual channel that I paid for, that she showed it on that for me. Mm. So I got to watch That's the good first good one. It looks okay. I mean, it looks first somewhat interesting. It she's excellent.
1: Yeah, she's very um, good. Yeah, so that that was good. Uh, Netflix, I rec- um, have you watched um, Pretend It's a City? No. All right, so are you familiar with, so either you like Fran Leibowitz or you don't. She's, she comes on Mars. Yeah, like I, know, her, I know, I know, I yeah. know who who so she is very so well. It's, so it's Martin Scorsese uh, just like uh, going through New York with her and her just doing her, you know, her uh-huh, Fran her Leibovitz. Shtick. Leibovitz, her, it's, it, it's good. It's like seven and a half hour episodes. All right. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're, especially if you're from New York, it's 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 a it's a good watch. All right. Uh, I actually wanted to really enjoy it. I was kind of like, because I, her I could sort of like t- take her or leave her. All right. Um, so I was like, all right, I'll watch one. I was like, yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, she uh, wears a man and she smokes a million cigarettes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I know. I know. Yes. Uh,
1: yes. And, and you know, and, and is one of you know, uh, her power of observation is, uh, you know, is on display. So, uh, so I enjoyed that. Um, what else did I watch? Oh, oh, it's on HBO Max. I, I, well, actually, all right. So the movie Ad Astra, which came out last year with uh, Brad Pitt. Yeah. Um, so that was a movie. I was like mildly interested in it, but like, but then you know, I, I got a notification. That it's only on HBO Max for like a few more days, and I was sort of meant to see it. Uh-huh. So I saw it. Wow, it's a dark movie. At Astra, like, I expected it to be sort of like the Martian, like kind of like an you know, like uh, you know, like he goes, you know, he's oh, an it's, astronaut. It's the one
0: with his father, Tommy Lee Jones, in it? it or something like that. Yeah. It, 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 it didn't Did look... you see
1: it or you you just saying you?
0: Uh, I think it's, it's, I watched parts of it it's and actually really good I didn't, I didn't like it alright
1: nice. although actually I don't think that's a movie you would like alright I, I gotta
0: go we gotta wrap up the show really? yes
1: we're just getting started yes
0: we're at 1.15 I'm done I'm hungry mm. show's gotta come to an end at some point mm. TV show recommendations Ad Astra as a movie Fran Leibovitz with Martin Scorsese and what was the first one? Oh, Flight Attendant. Yes.
1: Well, oh, that only saw one episode, so I don't
0: know. Oh, okay. Yeah, the first one. It's pretty good. I, I I know people watch. They said, you know, it's good, not great. Right. And then I'll throw one out there and we'll get out of here on this. Is uh, Your Honor on Showtime with uh, Brian Cranston is, uh, is pretty good. All right. It's a long one today. Lots to get to. Got a lot done. As always, thanks for listening. Until next time, peace out.